Rigdon. Regarding the Virgin Mary, it's enough simply to compare the symbols and names of the foremother of the ancient peoples of the world, light female deities, and their epithets. And it will become clear that for centuries, one and the same spiritual knowledge was passed down to different peoples about the liberation of the human soul, in which the creating power of the divine feminine principle, Alat, played an important role. So the pearl itself in ancient Rus was called Inchi, which means different, the one, the only, the true one, the right one, among the many Slavic and other peoples. That is why later in Christianity, the monk was called Enoch and nuns Enochinia. The pearl was an associative symbol of the soul from another, spiritual world. The ancient Russian word Rakovina, Perlamutr, is derived from the ancient words of the Slavic peoples living in Eastern Europe. Raki is a shell and is similar to the Latin word arsio, meaning I lock. That is, pearl in a shell is a symbolic designation of the soul locked inside the material shell of the body, which had been brought here from another world and which can be liberated only when human consciousness, the personality, fuses, connects with the soul with the help of spiritual creating power and the predominance of the spiritual nature in a person. Anastasia This information is really very interesting for the people of today. Interestingly, large pearls in the ancient times were called Orient. The Latin word Orientis meaning the rising sun. This word is borrowed from the East. This is how something different which attracts with its unidentified quality and inner beauty was often called in poetry. Rigdon. Quite true. Large pearls were called exactly unio, from Latin the only one, and the word orient in the East originally meant radiance of natural pearls. Anastasia. Yes, from the perspective of spiritual symbols, you look at all this in quite a different way. Rigdon. I will say even more. A cylindrical room under the central large dome or a tower in the central inner part of the cross Dome Temple was called the main central apse, where the space for the throne and the altar was allocated. The ceiling of the apse in the form of a semi-dome, of conch, meaning a shell, a spiral whirlwind, vortex, symbolized the sky. In architecture, the locking stone which locks the arch or the dome is still called the key. So as a rule, a mosaic image or a painting of the Mother of God Aranta with raised hands as a symbol of the one who opens the gate of heaven was originally placed on the inner concave surface of the apse. Anastasia Yes, all the symbols of man's spiritual work on himself are really present here, including the attainment of liberation with the help of the divine power of the feminine principle. The image of the Mother of God, Aranta, was known in ancient Rus almost from the beginning of Christianization. Many people associated with the Byzantine Empire and not with the ancient East. Religion and Cultural Studies handbooks suggest that the name of this icon 
originates from the Greek word arantis, meaning the praying one. Nothing is mentioned beyond this limitation, obviously out of ignorance or unwillingness to mention other cultures. However, if we dig deeper into history, it becomes clear that an entirely different meaning was embedded here. Richten, you're right, there really is a different meaning here, and it is much deeper than it seems at first glance. Regarding the connection with the word the praying one, obviously people relied on the information about the early Christian paintings in the Roman catacombs where praying figures were depicted in such a position, but hence raised in such a way as it has already been mentioned in our conversation, are really the old symbolic image which was known in the time of the Paleolithic, the Neolithic, and the Copper Age, the existence of ancient Egypt, Mesopotamia, the Harappan and Trapelian civilizations, and so on. This is a symbolic designation of a lot, the symbol of knowledge about the spiritual practices for attaining fusion of the personality with the soul the symbol of spiritual enlightenment and cognition of the truth. Anastasia, that's amazing. It turns out that all the knowledge exists to this day. It is only people's perception of the world that has radically changed in the opposite direction. Even the architecture, for instance, of the Christian temple contains the basic knowledge, square-shaped, four-leafed structure with a center, cylindrical central room, and pyramidal architecture of the entire building. This architecture may also be crowned with a pyramidal spire or onion-shaped domes with a pointed element. All this corresponds to the symbolism of the human energy structure, the path of liberation of his soul. Four essences, the center is the soul, personal space, pyramidal structure, architectural symbols of transformation of the square into the circle or octagon, a symbol of the cube. And it has been shown clearly that in the Christian religion, it is the creating divine power of the feminine principle that plays the main role of the real guide from the human world to the spiritual world. It is embodied in the main female images of Christianity, Virgin Mary, Mary Magdalene, People divide the images, but their essence is the same, divine love, God's mother, that through which love revives communication with God in a person and restores the former connection with Him through the soul. It is the spiritual, good power of love and creation of the mother of God that is the main guiding and performing power from God. In the Annunciation scenes, the Virgin Mary is often depicted with a lotus, or rather with a lily in her hand, as a symbol of spiritual purity. She is portrayed stepping on a dragon with her feet, the human's animal nature. After all, taking into account spiritual knowledge about a human and the practice of spiritual path, all this takes on a different, deeper meaning. The Virgin Mary is named a spiritually reviving power and the embodiment of true knowledge. She is called the wisdom of God, a painter of everything, the mother of creation, about whom the Bible says that she is the breath of the power of God and a pure outpouring of His glory. She is a reflection of eternal light and a spotless mirror of the working of God.
and being but one, she can do all things, and remaining in herself, she maketh all things new, and in all ages, entering into holy souls, she maketh them friends of God and prophets. The spiritual power of the Virgin Mary is compared to the gate of heaven. She is named the bearer of a deity, the soul of the world, providence of God, incarnation of Logos. Rigdon Once Jesus said to Mary, Blessed are you, Mary, because flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are the Magdala of my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Anastasia Yes, I remember these important words. I recorded this knowledge in the book Sensei 4 about the fact that it is Mary Magdalene who was that closest disciple to whom Jesus not only entrusted the secret knowledge, but also handed the keys to the kingdom of heaven, that which today people call the Holy Grail. Magdala of the Church of Jesus, the main pillar of faith on which the true teaching of Jesus still rests. Rigdon and real spiritual help comes to people for the salvation of their souls. Anastasia, you know, once when I was in Kiev and visited one of the temples, I saw an old picture of the god's mother Arantha in the half-length image. Her hands are clearly shown as raised up and spread to the sides in form of a cup, a half-moon with its horns pointing upwards, and a circle is highlighted on her chest where baby Christ is located as in mother's bosom under her protection. That is, this is an icon with the Alatra symbol encrypted in it. I was surprised that people don't see the obvious. Although had you many years ago not enlightened us on these issues, I probably would similarly not understand why I couldn't stop looking at that particular icon, why I feel the positive power coming from it. I took a picture of this image of Arantha and put it as wallpaper on my mobile phone. Here it is. Rigdon, with a kind smile, looking at the picture. Our Lady of the Sign, or Znamenia. Of course, it could not be anything else. The light-carrying grace of God. The bosom of the mother of Slavic people. Righteous joy of your eyes, true brother. Until this time, akin, a crescent is shining in the name of your glory, bringing closer this day of I am, I shall be. That is a good icon. I have already said that in ancient Rus, the image of the Mother of God was the most revered among people. This icon is named Znamenia, sign, only among the Slavs of Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus and also among those peoples who were united later into one big country, and nowhere else. In other countries, it is called the Mother of God, Great Panagia, Pantanasa, Platitera. Few people know that in the Old Slavic language, the word znamenje is derived from the Old Russian word znamya, which means a sign. For the first time, 
such an icon appeared in Rus in the 11th century. But already after the earthly life of Agapet of Pechersk, the unmercenary doctor, people started to call this icon not only Znamenia, but also an incarnation, the sign of salvation. That is the point. Anastasia. To this day, one can find references to it. But unfortunately, the church legends started to emphasize the physical salvation of people rather than the spiritual one. Nevertheless, if one thoroughly studies the history of those years, then even indirect references in the end bring us to the historical events related to certain dates. For example, on February 25, 1169, thanks to the icon Aranta, a miraculous resolution of the outcome of the battle at Veliki Novgorod took place, because of which, thereafter, people themselves began to honor the Mother of God as their patroness. However, those in power set a celebration in honor of that event as late as on November 27th, according to the Julian calendar, December 10th on the Gregorian calendar. Rigdon. That did happen. Simply, this event took place in the days of the Great Lent. It was in a way a bit inconvenient for them to celebrate it because of the Lent. So they adjusted it to November 27th to suit the name day of the Novgorod governor of that time. In any case, everything is as it has always been. Nothing has changed in power. But the most important thing is that people feel the truth. Although in fairness, I must say that this icon worked a lot of spiritual miracles in Kievan Rus since the 11th century. Even later, many covert and overt miracles happened thanks to this icon. It became so popular in the entire Orthodox ecumeny that people started to depict it not only on the wall paintings and temples. The sign became accessible to people. It was popularized through the copper casting of amulets, quadrifolium icons, and colpion, a relic that was hung on a chest which was called lono or percy in the old days, minting of small icons, and so on. Even today, this icon is still one of the most revered in the Russian Orthodoxy. Even more than that, in Belarus, for example, the icon of the Mother of God, surrounded by four angels, is still the capital's coat of arms. Translated from German, Gerb, the Russian word for coat of arms, means heritage, a unique symbol of the ancient Slavic city of Minsk, located on the bank of the river Svisloch, one of Dnieper's tributaries. Legends have preserved a partial reference about the connection of the icon Znamenia with ancient Kiev and about its miraculous discovery. All these symbols and signs made a special impact on the spiritual heritage of these Slavic peoples. Anastasia Yes, suffice it to look at the present-day coat of arms of those places in order to understand what symbols the society's attention is drawn to. Rigdon Generally speaking, I must say that the Slavs in the pre-Christian period still preserved the symbolism, mainly of the rhombic type. It can be said that the Slavs and the Baltic peoples were practically the last Indo-European peoples 
who had long and firmly resisted the intrusion of Christian symbolism into their traditional beliefs. I draw your attention to the fact that by the 10th century, Christianity as a religion had already significantly strengthened its positions in the world as a tool of political power. Still, the symbolism of these peoples was mostly oriented towards the spiritual. But as I have said, all the changes begin with symbols. Christianity started to exert its influence on the rich sacred symbolism of the Iranian peoples practically since the 6th century and on the Germanic nations since the 8th century. While a major attack on the Slavs by the symbols of this religion, including symbols that included negatively affecting signs, began in the 10th to 11th centuries. But thanks to the timely intervention of Agapet of Pechersk in this process, positive symbols were activated in Kievan Rus, many of which, the signs Alatra, Alat, rhombuses, circles, and equilateral crosses, were well known also in the pre-Christian period. Agapet basically renewed the knowledge, including about the four essences, about the spiritual liberation of a human. Of course, this was done not openly, but covertly, but still. So thanks to the spiritual work of Agapet of Pechersk, the unmercenary doctor, there was a renewal of mostly positive signs, which naturally affected the spiritual future of these peoples. Anastasia Yes, and this can be easily traced through various ancient artifacts. For example, by the symbols and signs which had appeared in mass among the Slavic peoples of that time, through icons with the symbol of Alot and the Alatra sign, folk embroidery with sacred scenes, through the circulation of rings, fibulae, decorative fastening for garments, earrings, brooches with the symbols of exactly equilateral crosses and not the long crosses, with the symbols of the four essences. Interestingly, in the ancient Rus, golden and silver signet rings with images were common in cities, while in villages there were copper ones with geometric patterns. Rigdon. As a rule, people's attention is deliberately focused on the philosophy of this or that religion or the political ideology, but not on science and certainly not on the true purpose of these signs. While some of them are working signs and affect the human energy structure, they work at the subconscious level, regardless of whether the person understands this or not. People should take a closer look at what specific signs and symbols surround them at home, at work, and in other places of their lives. It is always possible to change the situation for the better if one has the knowledge. All it takes is the desire of people themselves and their real work in this direction. So getting back to the conversation about Aranta. This is not the only icon with an image of the Mother of God where these symbols and signs were placed. Anastasia. That's right. Suffice it to look at the image of the miracle-working Our Lady of the Gate of Dawn, Vilna icon. It is located in Vilnius City, Lithuania, and today it is quite popular in Lithuania, Ukraine, Belarus, and Poland. On top of that, it is venerated by both the Catholics and the Orthodox. Obviously, 
different legends are connected with it, including the one about its origin from Korsun, an old Russian name of the city of Chersonsis, where Prince Vladimir of Kiev, father to Yaroslav the Wise, was baptized. Now, the remnants of the city are located in the vicinity of Sevastopol city in Crimea. But it is difficult not to notice the symbol of the crescent with its horns pointing upwards on this icon. Rigdon. Many such images of the Virgin Mary with a crescent with its horns pointing upwards began to appear in the West as the Order of Knights Templar, the 12th to 13th centuries, emerged and became stronger. Generally speaking, it must be noted that in the previous period of time, goddesses from other cultures were also depicted with such symbols as the divine feminine principle. For instance, the Iranian goddess Ardvi Sura Anahira, translated from the Avestan language, it literally means mighty, immaculate Ardvi, the goddess of water and fertility, to whom a separate hymn, Ardvisur Yasht, Yasht 5, is dedicated in the holy book Avesta. By the way, the original meaning of the word Ardvi was that of the source of the world's water flowing from the divine realm of light and giving rise to all life, the prototype of Allah. Here is another example connected with the ancient Egyptian goddess Isis, whose cult of veneration in ancient times was widespread both in the East and in the West, for example, in Asia Minor, Syria, Greece, Italy, Gaul, and other countries. Anastasia Yes, even during the times of Hellenism, the cult of Isis was very popular far beyond the borders of Egypt. For the public, she was presented as a goddess of the feminine principle, fertility, creation, and the goddess of seafaring. But the first thing that catches the eye in a typical image of her is her headdress, an attribute in the form of the crescent with its horns pointing upwards and a circle above it, Alatra. Rigdon in sacred interpretation, her name meant the transition stage, that which connected to a different sphere. By the way, in the Hellenistic period, the interpretation of the sacred symbols of, for instance, the Crow's Dome Temple was mostly borrowed, as I have already said, from the religious concepts of the East. For example, I have already mentioned in the conversation about the Greek word apse which means a cylindrical room under the central large dome or a tower in the Crow's Dome Temple, and about the locking stone, the key, that locks the arch. The symbolical meaning of the apse was borrowed by the Greeks from the sacral meaning of the name of the goddess of ancient Egypt, Isis, and one of her attributes, the Egyptian Ankh cross, which meant eternal life, the key to life a symbol of immortality. The apse from the ancient Greek aphis, meaning arc, loop, arch, protrusion, that which brings together, connects. That is how the Greeks referred to any circular shape, disc, orb, cylinder, and the firmament. Anastasia Yes, the priests of different ancient countries on many occasions had to put up with such massive veneration of the foreign goddess by their herds. It was difficult for them to overcome the growth of her popularity among the peoples. 
Rigdon. Of course, priests fought not only against this, but they also made attempts to lead this movement, or at least to borrow some rites and elements from this cult, some epithets for their local goddesses in order to enhance their attractiveness, and therefore to also increase their income. However, with all those borrowings, they partially copied the essential knowledge as well. People who had been truly let into the secret of knowledge about signs and symbols understood the reason for this popularity among the public. That is why they themselves contributed to the process of dissemination of positive signs and symbols and used any means and opportunities, including capturing them in monumental architecture, in order to pass on this knowledge to future generations. And later, this resulted simply in a tradition among different peoples, often without understanding the essence. People began to imitate, guided only by general superficial philosophy and the experience of previous generations in architecture and art. For an attentive person, it is enough to look at the architecture of sacred buildings, temples, churches, and other religious structures built both in the ancient times and today, which are located on different continents and which belong to different religions, and he will see that they reflect the same main spiritual symbols. Often, such structures represent architectural solutions in the form of transformation of the square shape, meaning everything earthly and human, into a spherical shape, meaning heavenly and spiritual, which, as I have already mentioned, symbolizes spiritual growth and transformation of the human structure. Basically, this is a symbol of a union of the four essences of a human, an attainment of their oneness upon the dominance of the soul and its subsequent liberation. And the latter in the architecture of sacred buildings was depicted in the form of the cube or a symbolical image of its eight vertices, often as a finial, an eight-pointed star. Later, the prototype of the cube began to be shown in the form of the octagon, thanks to which the square of the tower was connected to the circle of the dome as a symbol of final transformation, a qualitative change of the human nature and his exit to the spiritual realm. The same applies to ancient art. For example, the geometric patterns of the East such as Muslim palaces and mosques, as well as books, garments, and decoration of dishes. They're based on arabesques, squares, circles, triangles, stars, multi-petal flowers, and interweavings which are similar to the lotus and its stem. By the way, the last ones as a motif of the Muslim medieval ornament of the 12th to 16th centuries, which is a formation of a spiral with the leaves of bindweed, are called Islimi. The name is given in the English transcription. Translated from the Turkish language, it means Islamic. In the East, it is believed that this pattern glorifies the beauty of the earth, reminds people of the heavenly gardens, and also expresses the idea of the symbolical spiritual growth of a human, which is reflected in the constantly evolving and blooming shoot whose path includes many possibilities of its growth and interweaving of different circumstances of the world. And the geometric ornaments in the Muslim art of the Near and Middle East, already in the 9th to 16th centuries, 
were called Girich. The name is given in the English transcription. It is derived from the Persian word meaning a knot. I should mention that some of the most widespread symbols are eight-pointed, five-pointed, and six-pointed stars. And in general, geometric ornaments in the worldview of the Islamic religion symbolize the ideas of unity, harmony, and order on which, according to their beliefs, the universe exists, which was created by the one God, the creator of all things, Allah. Once, these symbols also serve to transfer the knowledge, whereas now, for most people, they're just objects of spiritual contemplation, just like, for instance, mandalas are for the Hindus. By the way, initially, only symbols and signs were used to designate Buddha, the same as in early Christianity to designate Christ, and it is only much later, as the institution of religion had been created, for example, Buddhism, that Buddha was personified as a deity. Generally, as I have already mentioned, geometrical signs in the ornament are a very old tradition of symbolical transfer of knowledge which existed in the East, even in the pre-Islamic times. Such an ornament was previously read by, for instance, Arab nomads, like an open book, which most understood. Anastasia Well, the East, and Islam in particular, are a story in itself. Once, long ago, you told us about Prophet Muhammad. This, in turn, generated interest in Islamic traditions, culture, art, architecture, and literature. As is commonly known, the main shrine and the place of pilgrimage for Muslims is the birthplace of Muhammad, Mecca. This place is located in a small valley in the mountains. Even in pre-Islamic times, Mecca had already been the main religious center of the peoples of the Arabian Peninsula, and the Kaaba, the building in the form of a large cube, was commonly recognized as a shrine by different peoples of the Arabian Peninsula. Scientists still do not know who built it and when, but what is interesting is that when translated from Arabic, Kaaba, the English transcription of this word, means a cube. And if we take into account that a cube placed on its vertex, or with the marked vertex, among the peoples of the world since ancient times had been an important spiritual symbol which indicates the human transformation into a spiritual being, then the story becomes really interesting. According to geometry, a cube is a regular hexahedron consisting of 12 edges, 8 vertices, 3 edges meet in each of them, and 6 faces, which are squares. It is appropriate to recall that the number 72 can be presented as a combination of 12 by 6. Again, the symbolism of numbers and geometric values is quite interesting. So after Islam had become the dominant religion in Mecca, Masjid al-Haram Mosque became the main place of pilgrimage for Muslims. It is here that the ancient shrine Kaaba is located, as well as, by the way, Maqam al-Ibrahim, a small domed building crowned by the symbolic sign of Allah. Inside it, there is a stone with a footprint, which the legend says belongs to the Prophet Ibrahim, Abraham. Rigdon, quite true. In Quran, Surah 3, Ayat 97, it is clearly written about this sign. There, clear signs for people are, 
the place of Ibrahim, and whoever enters it shall be safe. The sign of Allah is precisely the symbol of attaining spiritual liberation, the only possible state of spiritual transformation for a human being, which opens a way to eternity, the only place he can remain safe from this material world. Anastasia, I agree with you. It is shown and written very clearly, but people don't seem to notice it, or they understand it in their own way, based upon their reasoning of residence of the three-dimensional world. Their attention is focused more on the external, for example, on the outer wall of the Kaaba's eastern corner, which holds the main relic, the so-called black stone, Hajar al-Aswad, an egg-shaped stone which is 30 centimeters long. Scientists assume that this stone is of either volcanic or meteoric origin, but this is not the point. According to the ancient Arabic legend, the angel Jibrail, Archangel Gabriel in Christianity, in Islam as it is known, Jibrail is the most revered angel prophesying the will and revelations of Allah to prophets, handed to Adam after his repentance as a sign of the Allah's divine forgiveness, a white stone from paradise as an altar for praying on earth, which marked the beginning of Kaaba. This happened after Adam and Hawa, Eve, had been expelled from paradise and were separated, and then, many years later, they met each other again near Mecca. According to the legend, the stone initially was white, but turned black because of human sins. According to the belief of the Islamic religion, the Kaaba in Mecca is also considered to be the home of God, part of the sky tilted over to the earth, the center of the universe, and the site to which the prayer of each Muslim should be directed. Believers are made to think that every Muslim should at least once in his life visit Mecca, where he should perform a number of ceremonies, including walking around the Kaaba seven times as a symbol of the divine order and subordination to the single center. But if we compare all this information about the Kaaba relic with the knowledge, it turns out that it's not about the external worship. After all, the energy projection of a spiritually developed person in the seventh dimension looks like a cube set on one of its vertices. A cube with one of its vertices marked is a symbolic transfer of the spiritual knowledge, and seven circles symbolize cognition of the seven dimensions. Rigdon. Absolutely. Often, the rites of different religions include performing some external action seven times as a symbol of attaining the seventh dimension during lifetime, a special spiritual procession, spiritual development of human during his life, on the way to God. For example, as you correctly noted, in Islam it is walking around the Kaaba seven times, and also a number of religious rites associated with number seven. It is based on Muslim beliefs that the throne of Allah is located in paradise on top of the seventh heaven, where there is the low tree of the utmost boundary, Sidrat al-Muntaha. There is an esoteric branch of Islam, Sufism, which had a huge impact on the religious dogmas, philosophy, literature, ethics, and poetry of the Muslims of the East.